This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. MMA fans, as the fighters face off during UFC 277, you can take down your own big win with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. This Saturday, new customers can bet $5 on any fighter to win and get $100 in free bets. Win or lose. Want even more action? You can also double your winnings with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which fighter will win, how long the fighter will last, in the ring or in bed, and more. Just place your UFC 277 same game parlay, and if it hits, you'll win double, double. Just one double. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNBR. Bet $5 on any UFC 277 fighter to win and get $100 in free bets. No matter what, that's code DNBR this Saturday. DraftKings Sportsbook, got to be 21 or older. Colorado only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome to oh, a podcast about football. I'm Brandon Ferna here with YouTuber Will Keys. Damn. It makes it sound really official. Fucking nerd now, bro. I was I was still a nerd before. Nothing's changed. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. weaponizing my nerd my nerd dumb. Yeah, trying to monetize your nerd dumb. It's uh, <laughs> the plan. Will is now a YouTuber, ladies and gentlemen, so make sure you check out his new sports gaming channel. Is that what we're going to call it? Yeah, sure. I mean, I might mess around and and play some other stuff, but... um, Gaming channel, then. Yeah, sure. I was thinking about, you know, doing a little roller coaster tycoon. This is on sale. But I started with Super Mega Baseball, which is a really great baseball game. And now, hopefully tonight... I'm going to release a video about NFL 2K23, which is a modded version of NFL 2K5. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, if you're into that sort of thing, then I don't know. Check it out. Press one button. Make my life better, please. Support Will. I've got um, children to feed. Not really. Yeah, it's called Will Sucks at Games. Uh, I'll try to put a link here if I remember. There's a link on my main channel on the last video, the Gardner Minshew video. 
that helps you navigate. Uh, this is the That's Good Broncos podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up. And of course, my coffee company, BenchwarmerBrew.com. We finally launched our new mugs and they Ooh, are, are hot. Sexy. sexy. This is what $19 will buy you. <laughs> That's looking pretty good. Yeah. This mug's cool. We got another one. This guy. So uh, both are really, really high quality. Um, so check it out. You don't have to buy one, but if you do. Don't say that. You don't you have to buy choice. one or. Ah, fuck, there's just no repercussions if you don't. Today, we, 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 we were off for two weeks. Um, we're back. Broncos training camp has started. Want to talk a little bit about Russell Wilson. One, about which tier of a quarterback he really is, because uh, The Athletic put a, an article out about tier rankings for QBs based on interviews they did with NFL front office people and coaches, which is where the uh, Lamar Jackson slander came from about him never being uh, a tier one QB Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell Wilson, tier two QB in that list. So I figured we'd talk a little bit about that. Talk about all the shit Russell Wilson is getting for being Russell Wilson on social media. Uh, which players the Broncos uh, have on the pup list. And um, anything else we see through the course of this podcast about the Broncos. Who knows? Who knows anything could happen. Anything could happen. Where do you um, want to start? Should we talk about the QB tiers? Sure. Actually, I wanted to start by saying that the 2K video that Will is working on is really funny. Like, Thank you. Thank you. I'm genuinely one impressed with Will and the effort he's putting into editing. Uh, two, a little bit jealous because I feel like it's funnier than some of my videos. And <laughs> three, I hope to Christ... It that will does not pass me in subscribers quickly. I don't care if you eventually pass me in subs, but if like all of a sudden you're into it in like in a year and you go to like 400,000 subscribers, I am going to be so pissed off. I think that I think you're safe for a while. I'll just say that. Yeah. Um, but all of that coming from you really means a lot. So thank yeah. you. Well, Will was at 80 subscribers when we started. I plugged the channel in today's Gardner Minshew, so we'll see what he where he gets by the end of this podcast. We're going to find out. We'll let you guys know at the end. We will let you know. Probably be about 87. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, before we actually talk about the tears, let me pop up this visual imagery of Russell Wilson. Chrome tab, Russell Wilson, Twitter, Baba Booey. Okay, so today people are trolling Russell Wilson because he showed up to training camp wearing his own jersey, Um, which... Isn't that what you do at training camp? Is you wear... I mean, yeah. You wear your own jersey eventually. Yeah, like what... Literally every football player I know wears their own jersey. So yeah. I'm going to squash that right now. 
the interesting and, thing, in my opinion, yeah, is the truck that Russell Wilson drove into uh, training camp, which is this huge. I just want to call it a murder mobile. I don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, I think that was in the new Mad Max mu- uh, movie, Fury Red. Uh, if we could just call Russell Wilson Mad Max, which is that? Also, um, I haven't seen any pictures of that jersey from the back. Do we know it's not a Drew Locke jersey? We don't. That would be pretty funny. And it's like a, it's like a throwback. That's what's cool about it. It's It's Mitchell and Ness. Which I don't think they sell a throwback Russell Wilson jersey publicly. So he had to like go and ask for it. Does that make it? Does that help us? I don't know if that works? makes it better. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if that makes it better. He's got the his own jersey on. He's got the Russell Wilson brand pants. Um, and here's a little detail: he and Aaron Rodgers both showed up wearing backpacks. He's ooh. actually got the backpack around one shoulder. Aaron Rodgers was holding and carrying the backpack in his hand yeah. like a moron. And then just threw it to the ground. Just too. tossed it. There could have been anything in there. Like if Aaron Rodgers did that in an airport, he would have gotten arrested for leaving yeah. his bag. <laughs> um, it's just kind of ridiculous the amount of crap Russell Wilson gets because he's kind of dorky. That's all it is. It's just like he's like the kid showing up to school the first day and his parents have like a lot of money. So he got to mm-hmm. buy whatever he wanted, but it still like, doesn't make him cool. It just makes him look like he's trying a little too hard and he just catches so much shit for it. I mean, they were making fun of him on Pat McAfee. So uh, I don't know, man, I don't know what he's can do to ever help that. But if he, yeah, just Pat McAfee, like, he's, he's not corny at all. So who? he's got, you know, two legs to stand on. <laughs> yeah. So as long as Russell starts winning games and the thing our quarterback is getting critiqued for is being corny. I will be so happy. I will be so, I hope he just gets worse and worse in terms of corniness, but better on the football field. I'd rather have a corny quarterback than a horny quarterback. Ooh. Like horniness the Browns. The Browns tried to the Browns tried to sign or trade for Russell Wilson in the offseason, according to Ben Albright. That's damn that came out today. Oh yeah. I mean, who that's wouldn't tough. have tried? Yeah, I, I think that's uh, a pretty good point. Also, <laughs> character is just like not a consideration either way for you, I guess, if you're choosing between Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. <laughs> it's just not, it's not even on the radar. They didn't think twice about it. Man. Go. (laughs) Let's go for it. Let's let's try and trade for the most uh, goody two-shoes QB in the league to the most uh, controversial quarterback in the league. Right From a guy who, I mean – Deshaun Watson was most likely committing sex crimes before Russell Wilson had sex at all. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the sad truth. And we're still yeah. waiting. I'm surprised we haven't gotten the Deshaun Watson suspension news yet. Um, yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll be a, 
you know, a couple of drives. <laughs> He'll have to sit out the first couple of drives. <laughs> Just yeah, the first series. Yeah, like they do in, in college football. College. Um, you were caught binge drinking on campus. Here's your punishment. We still really need you to play football for us. So. I think to make the punishment more severe for the Browns, but not necessarily on Deshaun Watson, so the NFLPA doesn't get upset. I think for as long as Deshaun Watson is out, they can't use Jacoby Brissett. They have to use Josh Rosen. <laughs> so would you rather have, you know, six games with Brissett or eight games with Josh Rosen? Makes you think. Oof. I mean, ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit of a pickle. Mm. I uh, yeah, like I think it has. You're not going to win any games with Josh Rosen. Has he ever won a game? I was actually looking at it this weekend. He's won three games. Oh wow, that's In three more six, than sixteen starts. Yeah, not bad. Like they're all with the uh, I mean, yes. The that's Arizona actually Cardinals. that's the definition of bad. Sorry, that's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. My expectations were none. So, <laughs> um, what? Who? Who is starting uh, Broncos training camp on the physically unable to perform list? Will? Good question. I'm glad you asked. Yeah, there are three players, and they're all pretty, pretty significant names. We've got Randy Gregory, edge rusher. We've got KJ Hamler, speedy wide receiver, and Billy Turnell. Billy Turnell, Turtle, Turner, Billy Turner, potential starting right tackle. Mm. All three of them on the pup list. So anything concern you there? Well, we kind of knew that would be a possibility with Gregory, right? Because didn't he have another procedure or some shit this offseason? Yeah. Uh, a guy like Randy Gregory you are concerned with the injuries in general, but mm-hmm. you know, he's been in the league long enough for like, I'm not worried about him and he plays edge. Like his job is to run towards the QB. Like it's not like he needs extra reps or anything like that. So I'm not concerned about that. Billy Turner, you know, he's going to be a depth piece at tackle. You hope he's healthy ready to go by the time the season starts. Not worried there. KJ Hamler, I think, is somebody we should keep an eye on. Yeah. Just because I think if he is fully healthy, then he could be a, I don't know, just like the the ultimate X factor for the Broncos offense in terms of like home run type plays. And we know we have a quarterback now who is going to be looking for those plays a lot. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like if Hamler's a hundred percent, then there's a good chance. Like maybe he's not a guy who's, you know, having eight catches every game for like, you know, 112 yards and a TD, but he's like a guy who has two catches for 60 yards. And one of them's a touchdown type of deal. Yeah. Um, he's, a, he's an extra dimension kind of player. Yeah. But, you know, he tore his ACL early last year. And I I think think it was week three, right? Right. And I guess, like, if you're comparing it, Chris Godwin just showed up to the Buccaneers training camp, Mm -hmm. not on the pup list. 
Uh, they expect him to be ready to go week one, and he tore his ACL week 15. So there's some, you know. I, I've found out recently that there is a lot of variation in torn ACLs. My buddy, shout out Jared, tore his ACL playing kickball a week ago, and he's already walking. So KJ Hamler is what I'm saying is, you know, we want to see you soon. Well, <laughs> I'm kidding. once you tear your ACL, uh, you're usually fine to walk. Uh, you usually can walk on it right away. Um, no, not true. Knee, knee's just going to buckle. <laughs> if, if, knee's going to buckle. If it's just an ACL, uh, a lot of the times, yeah, you can walk on it. Um, I like my football I players to not even have ACLs. Like John Elway, his entire career. Yep. Boom, podcast over. We have to end it now. <laughs> All right, that's it. See you guys next week. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to check out our John Elway video, our yeah, stats somebody, video we posted. For the love of God, somebody watch it. <laughs> um, okay. So <clears throat> I think Hamler's – like, and sometimes like ACL injuries, maybe it's not just an ACL. You're right. There's different severities – depending on how the body recovers from it. And, mm-hmm. or you could have other injuries that happened when you tore your ACL, other things get tweaked and that can hinder your recovery process. So MCL. Yeah. Right now with, with the first day of training camp, uh, the goal is really, we just do not want to hear any significant news about the Denver Broncos because <laughs> I agree. The only thing you hear for the next two weeks Three weeks before, like the preseason games actually get rolling, are season-ending injuries. So yes. we don't want any of that. It's that I don't even want to hear that players are doing well. No, because I I feel like I hear that player X is killing it in training camp, yeah, and then he sucks in the regular season. I yeah, I just want to hear everybody looks average. I want to hear, yeah, I want to hear nothing. I want to hear radio silence. I already saw Baker Mayfield through his first interception tweets at training camp. I was like, <laughs> oh, God, I am so glad that is not us right now. It's such a weird, like, double-edged sword because, you know, you see, like, your defense – a highlight of, you know, a safety picking off a pass, and you're like, yeah, great play. And you're watching the same, you know, highlight, and your quarterback through the interception – so you're kind of just like you know, yeah. cutting off your nose to spite your face. Every great play at training camp, training camp is a horrible play yeah. for the other side of the ball. Yeah, like you really shouldn't be like cheering or anything. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, the, the well, the offense won the day today. The offense had the day. <laughs> yeah. Are we keeping scores? Thank God. Like, geez. Um, we've had some – really rough training camp stories like narratives the last five or six years yeah with quarterback battles fucking sucked just the worst i like trevor simeon won practice today paxton lynch won practice yesterday teddy bridgewater won it today drew Locke looked perfect yesterday and he threw five interceptions the day before i don't care nope that'd be funny if if brett rippon started winning every practice though Brett, Brett Rippon actually he forces a quarterback battle and Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know like, what actually there are sources that would report on that too. Yeah. Um, 104.3. 
you know what actually got me excited about training camp today was seeing uh, Ciara show up. Oh yeah, or yeah. Ciara. I, I feel like she she just gets you excited in general. Yeah. True or false? <laughs> you've, you've used that uh, that a certain video quite a few times now. Yeah, well, I combined her with Scooter Elway, so yeah. You know, um, I'm not complaining. No, uh, no. It's just like, that's like a level of celebrity. I feel like the Broncos just haven't had. That's going to be like a mainstay as part of the team for a while. Yeah. We've never had like, you know, the Cowboys had Jessica Simpson and Carrie Underwood come to their games. um, Yeah. When they were dating Tony Romo. Who have we ever had? Who's the biggest like celebrity wife or oh, girlfriend? Oh, Jesse James Decker. Country music True. star. True. That would be the closest, right? I yeah, although I think I think Eric Decker might have um enhanced her celebrity. Yeah, possibly. I think it was a, it, it might have been a mutual thing. Yeah. It was a powerful union. It was. It truly was. Mm-hmm. I really love her music. I should go back and watch the video where I just fucking eviscerated their reality show. (laughs) (laughs) Just a cut. Yeah. Like a a nice super cut of that show and, and very Cavallari. Yeah. I guess we missed out on, on Kristen Cavallari after the Cutler trade and catching Kelsey or whatever, catching Kelsey. Uh, there was a Chad, there's a time, a, a wonderful period in time where VH1 had a Chad Ochocinco dating show and a Terrell Owens reality show back to back. I think while they were both on the Cincinnati Bengals. (laughs) Was that, were the Bengals on hard knocks too that year? Ah, man. I I hope so. No Chad. Well, maybe Chad Johnson was on that Miami's hard, the dolphins hard knocks. Yeah, that's when he got cut. <clears throat> that yeah. was a tough scene to watch. Yeah. Was that Joe Philbin was coach? I'm Joe Philbin, coach yeah. of the Dolphins. HBO made sure to get the most electric personality for that season. <laughs> yeah. We do have yeah. Lions Hard Knocks coming up. Now that's that might be fun. Nice. That might be a little fun. Yeah. All right. We're gonna get into Russell Wilson. Is he a tier two quarterback? But first. MMA fans, you got muscles, you know how to use your body parts to fight? No? Then you're probably just a fan of MMA. So right now, the fighters are facing off for UFC 277, and you can take down your own big win with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. This Saturday, new customers can bet $5 on any fighter Hold on. To bring up my compliance for legality card, any fighter, uh, <laughs> wait, can bet $5 any fighter to win and get $100 in free bets, win or lose. Want even more action? You can also double your winnings with the same game parlay, combine multiple bets, like which fighter will win, how long the fighter will last, and more. Oh, how long will they last? 
Is that a sex bet? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, probably 45 seconds. <laughs> so just place your UFC 277 same game parlay, and if it hits, you'll win double. DraftKings safe. It is secure. It's reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your money whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Bet $5 on any UFC 277 fighter to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. Code DNVR this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook. Got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook. For details, gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, Will. Tears of QBs. First of all, let's just address it. I think Russell Wilson... Probably, based on last season, tier two QB, career body of work, a tier one quarterback. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's it's really strange when you can pretty confidently call someone a Hall of Fame quarterback, which I think most of these GMs would. I guess the front office guys who are interviewed, whoever they are, and then not call them a tier one quarterback. That's yeah. a little strange to me, but I think, and I don't have a subscription to the athletics. So I don't, you know, who gives a fuck what they say. Um, but he's I definitely do. a guy who vacillates in between tier one and tier two. Like he, there are stretches there, you know, six game stretches in Seattle where he's looked like a tier one quarterback. Um, he never plays like below tier two, I, I think, for any prolonged period of time. But he kind of just goes, you know, back and forth versus a guy like Brett Favre where he's, you know, tier 1A and then tier F. <laughs> yeah, the swings with Brett Favre. Uh, I'm glad I used a, you know, a contemporary example like Brett Favre. Yeah. No, I think I think that's fair. So they rated it in, I guess, like – they rated it with Aaron Rodgers is the unanimous tier one QB. Okay. Then you're looking at Mahomes, Brady, Josh Allen, Justin Herbie, fully loaded, Joe Burrow. Herbie's then, tier one. What's that? Herbert's tier one. Herbert's tier one over Matthew Stafford, who is the top of tier two. So top don't of tier make, two. Don't you have to make the playoffs to be tier one? Yeah. Matthew Stafford is seven. Russell Wilson is eight. And then Deshaun Watson, nine, somehow still. Um, so, okay. First of all, what what the fuck more does Matthew Stafford have to do to be considered yeah. a tier one quarterback? He just won a Super Bowl. He's an he MVP was, candidate last year. Yeah. He was second most touchdowns in the NFL next to Tom Brady. He throws a few too many interceptions. But it's like, who gives a shit? So did Joe Burrow. I think didn't Herbert have a decent amount of picks? How many picks did Herbert have last year? Fucking like Mahomes had the third most picks. Yeah, Mahomes had more than normal. Shit does not matter. It, I mean, like, it matters. It's just a it's a matter of timing. Exactly, timing, and also it's like, what does your quarterback do after he throws an interception? That's and that's a great point. I think Matthew Stafford 
he's thrown a lot of picks in his career, and I don't think he lets it get to him. He stays aggressive, and he hits on his shots. Herbert had 15 picks last year, okay? So uh, also those guys are throwing the football a lot. So they're going to throw a couple more intercept, like instead of being like at the nine, eight or nine pick range, they're throwing the football enough where, yeah, they're not Aaron Rodgers who sets like this weird standard for interceptions. And Tom Brady has mm-hmm. in your past, even though his picks were up, they're going to throw a few more than you want to see. So the fact that they didn't consider Stafford a tier one, I find just, and this is like, this isn't fans voting. This isn't writers voting. These are fucking defensive coordinators and mm-hmm. NFL personnel evaluators, which just makes me realize like, they're not smarter than the rest of us. Well, they're not that there. I think there are guys who are super smart out there who are doing it and are obviously elite level talent evaluators. But the guys that we already know about, no, they are not smarter than us. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, I, you have the guy who <laughs> said Lamar Jackson could win 12 MVPs and he still wouldn't be a great quarterback. He'd be a great football player. Yeah. And I liked how the internet unanimously decided that was Jack Del Rio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they might have. I think they might have nailed that one. No, and I mean, and to your point, Tom Brady and Justin Herbert each threw the ball over seven hundred times last season. Yeah, Russell, Russell Wilson's had full seasons where he throws the ball four hundred times. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Are they, what are are we grading these guys on volume stats or at some point are we going to start looking at like efficiency? I don't know if the NFL's gotten there yet. At no. least in the inner circles. Yeah. And then I saw Warren Sharp tweet out uh, and it was like a, another tweet in defense of Lamar Jackson about second half efficiency when his team was trailing mm-hmm. and Lamar Jackson was top five. He might've been number two on the list, I think behind Aaron Rodgers. The concerning thing is Russell Wilson was very low. <laughs> he was lower than Zach Wilson. Uh, I think that was for last season though. And you'd have to kind of look yeah. at, cause even efficiency, like how often is your team trailing in the second half? Uh, there, there's context that needs to be figured out there. Um, if your team sucks and you're down big, a lot in the second half, you're not going to be very efficient. Yeah. Like how much of a deficit are we again. talking about? Three points or 14 points? Right. Right. Yeah. If that was scaled out, that that might tell us something worthwhile. Um, so the other thing well, that was interesting too, it's like you're talking about passers. These guys are like it was the, you know, Lamar Jackson can't win by throwing the football. He's never going to get you to a Super Bowl. And it started, like, I started thinking about quarterbacks who have been to and won a Super Bowl get so much leeway over QBs who don't. So, like, Aaron Rodgers is the best passer in the league. I think mm-hmm. the last two seasons as MVP, it's pretty easy to say that. You could argue a couple other guys. But Aaron Rodgers, the best passing QB in the league. Mm-hmm. Had, neither of those seasons his, did his team get to the Super Bowl. So, like, you don't have to be the best passing quarterback 
for your team to go to the Super Bowl. And if you can win with Lamar Jackson in the crazy ways that you can by running the ball down your opponent's throat in a variable of manners, uh, then do it. Like he can still throw the ball. You still need to pat. You need to do those things well, and and he does. But like, it is just. Uh, it's like I don't know. It's a weird pass a quarterback gets Who's, once he's got that ring or even just gotten to a Super Bowl. Well, no, you got to win because like who's the best pure passer of all time? And you brought it up in the Elway video. Oh, Dan Marino. Exactly. <laughs> went to one Super Bowl, never won any. Like, never went back. You got to have a good team. You got to like there's so many things there, but it's just like they're talking about I think they're talking about tears as passers because um, I guess like, yeah, like the most, well, Josh Allen and Mahomes are probably the most dynamic in their tier one list because of what they can do with their legs. And that's even more applicable to, to Josh Allen, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think you could, I think Russell Wilson ranked as like the eighth best quarterback heading into the season seems pretty fair, but we'll see. Yeah, like, I don't like as long as our quarterback is in the top 10, I really yeah. don't give a shit no. where he is. Like, I'd say top fourteen because yeah, you that's can how many win playoff teams. Well, that's that's a, that's a good point. You can win with a top fourteen quarterback. You can win a Super Bowl. Yeah, like you can win with Dak. You can like and Derek Carr is another example of. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> no, he's a, an example of a guy who's a pretty good passer. Yeah, and doesn't get critiqued for his other shortcomings. Yeah, I mean, Devontae Adams called him a Hall of Famer. <laughs> well, which... they're friends. They are friends. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they must be really good friends. I would call you a Hall of Famer. I would call you a Hall of Famer, too. Thanks. But the point is, Russell Wilson is still good. Um it is Agreed. only the first day of training camp. Nothing crazy has happened yet. Just a ton of Russell Wilson image porn. <laughs> uh, I did see the 49ers release D Ford. They're probably going to try to trade Jimmy G. Uh, Wasn't that like kind of refreshingly honest what Kyle Shanahan said? Yes. Just, just straight up. Yeah. It's just like we're done. Oh, my God. What's up? Oh, this is sick. Oh, my God. Call me crazy, but I want this. I want I want this John Elway tank top. I guess Mario's not a fan. Mario does not like it. Oh, For man. 63.74. Ooh. Might be a little steep. Yeah. It is, but see, I see that, and I'm like, this is, that is this right is the, up your alley. This is the whole problem with my YouTube channel, with my merch <laughs> choices. I you have guess, eclectic taste. I guess so. That's okay. Fuck. We'll never succeed. <laughs> and that's why I need you to help me make a thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> and not Adam or Tom. Or tree. 
Hmm. Yeah, Tree, you know, the thing that makes me the most jealous about him is his thumbnails are probably the worst and his video <laughs> doesn't the best. matter. Yeah. There's a lot of things that make you question like the conventional wisdom. Like you see titles that are like all lowercase, like three words. Yeah. And you look at the views and it's like, oh, 17 million. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, how about you just be better at YouTube, idiot? I'm like, no, I'm going <laughs> to just keep, I'll do, I'll be myself. I'm going to look for the shortcuts. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna blame the algorithm. Always blame the algorithm. Let's see. How's the Gardner Minshew video doing? Ugh, eight out of ten. Damn it. That's bullshit. How do you not click on a video? Gardner Minshew's been living in a van since February. I don't know. Anyway, do you have any anything else, Broncos, we should discuss before we leave, Will? Yeah, I mean, we saw the throwback orange jersey. I don't know if I've, I don't know if we've ever really talked about it. But where do you stand on the uniforms? Do you want to change? Do you, do you want a to remain the same? B to go back to the throwbacks, or C get something new from Nike designed? Ooh, I would kind of like to go to a like slightly modified version of the throwbacks you know what i mean okay yeah i'm nostalgic for that design um i don't like their current one is fine like they could keep the the logo and maybe just update the color scheme or or whatever mm -hmm. make that a little more sleek or modern but I feel like a horse is a tough logo to make super cool. Um, I feel like our two horse logos are pretty cool. I think the one that came before it was less cool, a little more goofy. Um, and I mean like the like the '60s one, not the not the D, right? The the, the bucking bronco and the D. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I mean. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm on board with that. I would like older, inspired, updated uniforms. I think that could yeah. that could be something special. We'll call it retro fresh. Retro fresh, that's good. Someone like, write that down. The there's like four uniforms, like the the Buccaneers creamsicles, yeah, the Seattle Seahawks old uh logos and color scheme and the eagles mm -hmm. the, was it what's the green called kelly green kelly green and then the broncos the the blue with the d um yeah those four things i i love uh but the yeah i mean i'd throw in like the pat patriot with those too you yeah the, love those no that old logo's cool too but, pretty iconic yeah maybe they'll do something with it next year under new ownership who knows um i do like that people are trying to read into it and seeing that russell wilson just wore a throwback jersey and decided that it's happening we are now doing throwbacks 
All right. Anything else? I watched the Vaughn Halloween party video. Oh, yeah. I was going to reference that. Uh, my takeaway was that Mike Silver is kind of a shitty interviewer. Yeah, that was mine too. He's like, he's like too old to be. He's trying to be cool. Yeah. He's just like, um, old guy. just be just the old be, guy. Exactly. Don't, yeah. Don't try to keep up. Don't try to hit him with a hello, fellow kids. He asked him, like, uh, is there anybody that stiffed you in terms of like paying for the party on your schedule next season? Like, <laughs> could you get a clean hit on one of those guys? And obviously he's like, no, like, I w- that's, that's not how I feel about it. Like, that's yeah, not my Bono's motivation. Like, totally what are you talking trying to about? ignore the question. Yeah. It's just a but- dumbass question. If you didn't see it, uh, basically Vaughn was talking about because Noah Fant on the radio had mentioned that like Vaughn got upset because some guys weren't paying for the Halloween party. Mm -hmm. And so Vaughn went into great detail about the whole process and that he didn't want to have the Halloween party, that players still wanted to have it. So they agreed to and that they would chip in for it. And then they kept losing and then a handful of guys didn't show up and some of those guys who didn't show up said that they would pay for the help pay for the party and then didn't and then Vaughn was just trying to get them to chip in for what they said they would um but you're right it's just kind of Mike Silver is kind of an awkward interviewer yeah I mean he's kind of like a relationship guy he's like well I talk personally to Hugh Jackson and you know he's one of those guys that's just like friends with like like pretty good friends with six or seven people around the league and they leverage those relationships for every single source ever. Yeah. Um, But with the party thing, like, I don't like, I think you should be able to have a Halloween party, whether you're Oh and six or six and Oh, I don't, you know, I don't think it matters. Um, But I get why, you know, he would be less bullish on the idea. Um, but it, it, yeah, it was a weird note to end on for sure. Yeah. With, with his career in Denver. Yeah. Because after that, he got, it was shortly after that when he got traded to the Rams. So, yeah. You know, Vaughn's, I don't know. Maybe it's a reason he didn't want to come back. Yeah. Or, well, no, I don't he, know if he didn't want to, but he wanted to come back. The Broncos never made him an offer to come back. Maybe. He also said that, like, he he misses the Rams now too. Yeah, so it's, it's strange. He's like one of those and guys that he wanted that to just, play for the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. But you could just like name a team and he'd speak wistfully about them. But Buffalo was the place he wanted to be the most. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like he. I don't know how anybody could, you know, really really love Los Angeles and then see Buffalo and be like, I think I want to be there more. <laughs> That's like yeah. I'm not saying one's better than the other. It's just like the, you, those are polar opposites. Polar opposite lifestyles. The it's you know you think Buffalo is going to be a contender. Uh, that's the reason you go there. Yeah. If I but if I were an edge rusher, even if it were for a little less money, and I've already made over a hundred million in my career, I would want to play on the same defensive line as Aaron Donald. Like I just would. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't, I don't know if he knew at that point whether Donald was going to retire or not. Or yeah, McVay for, to that point. 
that was weird. That was a weird storyline right after the Super Bowl that Sean McVay, who's like younger than you, was yeah, going to retire from retired. coaching. Yeah, and then he would probably start a fucking YouTube channel and it would be mm-hmm. better than mine and I would just go from loving him to hating him. Yeah, that's yep. kind of exactly what would happen. Kind of what likes what's going to happen with you and me. Yeah, man, we'll see tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, what's the, let's see, where's Will, where is Will at on the sub count? Good news uh, for Will, the video's not performing. Oh, you broke 100, 136. Oh, fucking hell yeah, dude. Let's see. Nice. Yes. It's exciting. Here, let's just pop it up visually so everybody can see. Unless you're listening. <laughs> There's Will's channel. I even did a really low effort banner on Canva. My, You can see my thumbnails get increasingly better over yeah. time. Um, it's happening. The views don't correlate exactly. Um, that's okay. Uh, if I got the amount of views per the amount of subs I had, I would say your videos are crushing. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I, no, I'm really excited about the one um, that hopefully comes out tonight. So um, it's really if you're good to watch it. If you're going to watch a video, I guess watch that one. It'll be short. It'll be, it won't be fucking a half hour or anything. It'll be like seven or eight minutes. Perfect. So should be short, sweet to the point. All the above. All right. Sub to Will's channel. Let's get him to a thousand. Baba Chichicha. How do we leave? Uh, John Elway's stats were better than you think. Oh, yeah. And good night and good luck with your non ACL playing knee, John Elway. MMA fans, as the fighters face off during UFC 277, you can take down your own big win with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. This Saturday, new customers can bet $5 on any fighter to win and get $100 in free bets. Win or lose. Want even more action? You can also double your winnings with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which fighter will win, how long the fighter will last, in the ring or in bed, and more. Just place your UFC 277 same game parlay, and if it hits, you'll win double, double. Just one double. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNBR. Bet $5 on any UFC 277 fighter to win and get $100 free bet. No matter what, that's code DNBR this Saturday. DraftKings Sportsbook, got to be 21 or older. Colorado only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700.